You are listening to a Stat Media Group production. This is Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. This is an exclusive one-to-one weekly interview series with leaders from the world's leading air cargo and logistics companies. It is Monday and it is time to catch up with the new Cargo Mastermind with your host, Reggie John. Silkway West Airlines was founded in 2012 in Baku, the capital and commercial hub of Azerbaijan and at the heart of the Silk Road. The Ambition Movers, as they call themselves, is the largest cargo airline in the Caspian region, operating a fleet of 13 freighters that include Boeing 747-400s, Boeing 747-8s and a brand new Boeing 777 freighter that arrived earlier this month. The fleet expansion is intended to open up opportunities for Silkway West Airlines to boost the volume of flights and extend its reach to additional strategic destinations, reflecting the growing importance of its home base of Baku as a regional and global transportation hub. My guest today is a cargo leader with over 30 years of experience, having worked with global transportation companies in freight forwarding and aviation. I am so happy to have Wolfgang Meyer, CEO and President of Silkway West Airlines, Join us in this episode of Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. Wolfgang Mayo joined Silkway Group in 2016 and in 2018 he was appointed as the President and CEO of Silkway West Airlines. Wolfgang Mayo joins me from Baku. Wolfgang, welcome to Cargo Masterminds and so happy to have you. Thank you very much. For it took a long while until we both got together, but finally we have uh, we both uh, found each other and let's have a half an hour good time uh, in air cargo. Thanks, Wolfgang. And let's start with the global air cargo market condition, which has been under severe stress uh, because of falling yields, micro and macro factors, and the robust return of long haul wide body passenger flights with uh, substantial belly capacity. What are your reflections and assessment of the current market environment and the freighter economics? I have here two hearts beating in mind. When I go through the daily media, I would ask myself, what the hell in which business I am got myself? I find myself. Why? Because the, when you see the, the overall macroeconomics and also the geopolitical uh, challenges, then indeed, it, it is really a kind of a more negative picture we are drawing. On the other side, I do see my airline and the airline I'm running, we are fairly busy and uh, we are even fighting now to, to get some uh, slot, uh, free slot to do additional flights, uh, which is even hard for us internally to get them. Therefore, I'm really, uh, on the one side, I see the uh, macroeconomics on the other side, I see our picture and there is a difference uh, to spot. And a difference to spot which leads me more to a more positive picture rather than to a negative picture. Give us the uh, details of your annual cargo volume carried uh, 
I believe it is hovering around uh, half a million tons. Uh, do you expect with the additional capacity coming in, the volumes to go up significantly? Yeah, thanks a lot for that question because um, we were hovering around a half a million uh, tons. We moved half a million tons in 2022 and we're going to be, we are fully on track uh, uh, until now when, when we compare year to year, first nine months 23 versus uh, uh, first nine months 22. And there is no, there is an insignificant difference when we would, without the 777, we would be more or less on the same tonnage turnover like we have seen in 2022 for 2023. But of course, we got the first 777 uh, on the week before. We're going to receive the second 777 end of uh, October. This will slightly boost our volume. So at the end of the day, we're going to be slightly over the 2022 figures uh, in 2023. And I think this is a great result, I would say. Let's talk about your fleet. Uh, you placed order with Boeing for five triple seven freighters April 2021 and you took delivery of the first one uh, earlier this month uh, and you said that you will have the second one coming in October what about the other three are they is the timeline for delivery as per the original plan or do you expect delays we had a slight delay on the first two aircraft uh, which both are a little a little bit more than uh, between three and four weeks delay fine we have to manage that uh, the other three they are supposed to come 2025, 2026, and 2027. And they are, for the moment, we don't see any reasons why they shall not be delivered on time. And this is the first time that you will operate uh, a much efficient, long-range, wide-body, twin-engine freighter. How important is going to be for your fleet modernization and towards your sustainability goals? For us, this decision we took uh, at the beginning of 2021, to read fleet and to modernize the fleet. It, this is a decision, uh, it's a huge decision for us. It's a decision of this, of it's a generation decision. This will, of course, when we received the plane in, in Baku and we had our we had the small christening ceremony, um, I had a speech and the, the headline of the speech was, uh, the future has landed, yeah? And for us, it's a real, a huge step into uh, um, a mo modernized fleet, into a, a, to fully solidify the, our sustainable business model. Yeah, uh, it is more than just receiving the first wind jet freighter. It is really uh, um, the question for us for the few. Your first uh, B triple seven freighter has already begun commercial flight. Its first flight was from Baku to Istanbul. And this route was earlier serviced uh, by your B747-400. Uh, As you inject uh, the remaining B777 freighters into your fleet, uh, do you plan to phase out your 747-400s? I answer it a little bit different. First of all, we made the strategic decision to modernize our fleet. And as the years gone by, as time goes by, definitely one or the other 400 we will phase out. Yeah? When is this going to happen? This is a tactical question. The strategic question we answered, we're going to refleet and we're going to modernize our fleet. Okay? The second question is a tactical question. When are we going to phase out our 747-400? Um, 
I would not outrule that we are going to phase out the first 400 in uh, during the course of next year. But this depends, again, this depends on market situation. This depends on the situation about the technical condition. Is it uh, before, do we have a heavy check or not? Those are all components which, which play into the decision-making process. But on the long run, more 400s will be phased out over the years to come, be replaced with more, uh, more modern, more fuel efficient, more environmental friendly air. Okay, and uh, one follow-up question now. Are all your uh, aircraft in your fleet uh, owned by Silkway West Airlines or it's, uh, some of it also is leased? At the end of the day, they will be all owned by us. As we have, uh, some of the aircraft are already owned by us, but we have uh, finance leases running. So at the end of the day, we will be the owner of our uh, aircraft. Okay, we are still on the on your fleet. Uh, you placed orders uh, for the brand new, but yet to be flying and still in the making protection freighters uh, of A350 and uh, which is from Airbus and uh, from Boeing the 777-8F. Firm orders for draw of two each uh, and option for two more additional freighters each from both plane makers. Uh, how concerned are you about the timelines of these two factory-built freighters given the current backlog of deliveries even for models currently flying and the severe supply chain crisis uh, within the aerospace industry? This is a question to be answered. We could stay another three hours here online with each other. I have to refer again back to the uh, beginning of 2021. when we, By the way, we were the first airline who ordered aircrafts in 2021. Yeah, <laughs> with Boeing. With Boeing, we were the first air airline in, in at the, the very beginning of 2021 when we ordered the first batch of Tripleset. A lot of people have asked us why you go for the Airbus and why you even go then for the 777-8. The answer is very pragmatic. When you see the delivery slots of our 5777, they are ending in the last delivery of the 777 order will be in 2027. And then there will be a gap between 2027 and the new orders of the 777-8, what we see. Because we also have the opinion we shall not be the... We always, we never take order aircraft from the first production. Yeah, We have a gap between of 2028 and 2027 and 2028. And those gaps... We're going to fill with a newly uh, designed A350 freighter. And that is the reason why we saw a kind of a gap between the Dash 8 or the 777 8 and our last 777 delivery. And this gap we used uh, by introducing the A350 freighter. And uh, when it comes to the 777 8, both aircraft, they're really convincing models. Yeah, in terms of fuel efficiency. In terms of uh, environmental friendly uh, and all this stuff, this is very, for us, this is the, when we talk about the, the today's aircraft, uh, which are delivered, they're next gen. And when we talk about those aircraft, they are super next gen. But do you have regular interaction with the OEMs, uh, both Airbus and uh, Boeing, in terms of uh, the features for um, the new production freighters? 
are there any concerns in terms of uh, any delays in uh, in the proposed uh, delivery in A350 in 2027 and probably uh, to, by 2030 is the B777-8? We are in regular contact with both OANs. There's been a slight delay announced of the A350, which is not uh, concerning us too much because we are not getting delivered the first batch of aircraft. We will, we are, our two aircrafts will come so to say, uh, with a second. Okay, Silkway West has been um, a Boeing operator since its beginning in 2012. What made you to go for an Airbus freighter? I think I only explained that we saw this kind of gap between uh, our last 777 delivery and our first 777-8 uh, delivery, uh, which and the, the Airbus proposal just perfectly fits into our strategic uh, plan on our your current network is about 40 destinations. Uh, how and where do you plan to grow your network as the new freighters join your fleet? We in Silkway, we might have a little bit of different view when it comes to unlimited growth. Yeah? When we talk about uh, the network, we have to be around 40 destinations. Will it be five, six more in the years to come? Probably yes. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we also talk about the density of the route. Yeah? Are we going for a geographical expansion or are we going for uh, to make uh, routes uh, much denser than we have today? And this is, again, a little bit a tactical question. Yeah? This depends very much on the market situation and the situation of the aircraft, how they have been delivered on time. Are we phasing out how much of the 400s we are phasing out? And when we are phasing out, those are all tactics we then apply on a short and midterm basis. Through 2023, you have uh, made announcements of your route expansion to Saudi Arabia, to Los Angeles, in addition to your already established routes to Dallas, Chicago and Houston. What is the evaluation of these routes in terms of performance numbers and lot factors? We are absolutely happy with uh, both you. I don't want to mention now too many details but uh, we started uh, Los Angeles in summer first flights uh, were challenging but then it they are, I load factors are very much satisfying on those routes and on the on our Mideast routes we are, anyway we have a very strong business flow I believe you are um... Your flights to India, particularly to Mumbai, they are not scheduled freight, uh, freighter operation. They are ad hoc charters and the ACMI. Is that correct? No, it's not correct. We are on regular basis. Uh, we are weekly. We have weekly landings in Mumbai. It's only the question: Are we there uh, two times or three times? And by the way, the new triple seven is coming tomorrow to you. We're gonna schedule tomorrow the the first Mumbai uh, scheduled operation of our triple seven. So uh, this works. Uh, no, India is for us an, an important market, and it's it's, an, it's a market which has a huge potential. Everybody can interpret uh, their own visions into the Indian market. Um, we have uh, we are, we started to fly there, uh, and I'm absolutely happy. Okay, uh, earlier this year you announced an MOU with the Nippon Express Group to develop and promote a strong air cargo transport volume. How was that partnership shaped up given the challenging global business environment and also against the background of Nippon Express Group acquiring Cargo Partner? We have those agreements with uh, most of our top 10 customers. Yeah? 
uh, and and Nippon is is one of them. And so we are trying to be friends with all well, with the big boys and with the small boys and with the medium sized boys. We are not. Uh, we have a very pragmatic approach to our business. Yeah, uh, and the uh, relationship with Nippon, the same as with others, I think is uh, is a quite good relationship. Uh, coming back to your to Nippon and uh, takeover of um, Cargo Partner, of course, it's a, I think it's a very wise strategic move because uh, Cargo Partner is a very strong, strong player on the Eastern European market, which is uh, set to grow in the years to come. How do you think uh, Silkway West will benefit from the Alot Free Economic Zone, the first stage of which was uh, opened in June this year? How important is this uh, Free Economic Zone for Silkway West future growth trajectory? It's going to be a really, I would not say a game changer, but it's going to be a very uh, important uh, um, component of our future strategic uh, um, move. And you're going to see how how this free trade zone will play an important and strategic role for Silkway West Airlines. Wolfgang, I'm sure with the modernization of your fleet, what are the markets and regions uh, that Silkway West is very bullish on and see great potential of connecting them through your hub in Baku, a very important logistic hub for global trained flow? First of all, and you said that correctly, Baku is the center of our activities. Here we do run a real, yeah, and which routes and uh, which density we will give them to those routes. This is more a tactical question, and that really depends on the market developments, not only on the type of aircraft, but as well how are our new product, how are our oil drilling product, how how is our um, aerospace uh, product. How they are being demanded by our customers? That also plays a very important role. I mean, we can we don't want to be uh, the strategic planners in an ele white elephant building, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's the customer who very much demands where we are going to fly and the, the how we are going to book, which density we are going to be. Uh, you know, we don't want to sit in those ivory towers. We want to be close to the customers. And very often, and Los Angeles was a good example for that. Very often, customers give us give us the hint where to operate and where they want to see a freighter operator in uh, a freighter operations of Silkway. In and therefore, um, we have to have our ears on the faults of the of the market of our customers' demand, and they gonna play a vital role in our decision making process. Which routes and which density we use the most now? Silkway West has an extensive transcontinental network, and the network is growing. Therefore, tell us about your digital transformation strategy, and how robust is your digital platform with API connections to third-party booking platforms, allowing your customers a seamless and um, enhanced experience buying capacity on your network we were definitely uh, not the, the front runners of this development but we we took the chance we jumped on the bandwagon now we introduced uh, digital bookings uh, not throughout the whole network but it it in a very fast uh, pace we have hooked on uh, we are hooking uh, more and more uh, stations more and more routes to the digital platforms 
we have signed up now with two digital platforms. We might sign up even with a third one. That is again a tactical question, but the experience we have made with the two platforms is absolute positive. And that really gives us as well some good motivation to further embark on that uh, on this route. Number one. Number two, when we talk about AI, AI is gonna change a lot as well in airline business. AI is gonna make our decisions much better and much clearer and much faster. We have uh, established uh, the group. Uh, we are in uh, negotiations with various partners. And uh, during the course of 2024, you're gonna see some good announcements. It is clear that, uh, that AI will make some uh, of our work much more efficient than it is today. What else, uh, as a final uh, sign-off question, what else do you have in terms of digital transformation plans for your cargo airline as you operate a very uh, modern fleet of aircraft? There are not so many independent cargo carriers, all cargo carriers uh, uh, remaining on the market. Yeah, maybe you can even count them on one hand. And we are one of them. We're going to have, in the nearest future, we're going to have one of the most modern fleet in the world as an independent cargo carrier. It would be stupid not to embark on AI, but having on the one side the most modern fleet. Therefore, AI is going to be a pillar of our new business perspective. And it's going to be a pillar of uh, changing internal process. As I mentioned, we have formed the crew there and we're going to see some announcement already next year uh, to come through, which, uh, which shows uh, first results and we're going to see some first visible uh, uh, changes of our point. Wolfgang, thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, thank you for sharing your perspectives on uh, Silkway West Airlines and the global air cargo industry in detail. Uh, really appreciate your time. Looking forward to seeing you all in Baku. That was Wolfgang Meyer, CEO and President of Silkway West Airlines. That's it from us at Staff Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back next Monday for a fresh episode.